We're joined now by Ben Spur from the Toronto Star. He's a transportation reporter, and Ben seems to have what uh, is an exclusive. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Ben, you're reporting that Metrolinx is going to start a trial that lets customers tap credit cards and phones on Presto readers next year. Give us a skinny on this, Ben. Yeah, so I, I think some other outlets did uh, pick it up as well, but um, basically Metrolinx, uh, the, the CEO of the Provincial Transit Agency, let this slip at a press conference yesterday that was um, kind of unrelated to Presto, but he took some questions on it and um, basically revealed that uh, Presto is, is uh, getting closer to implementing what has been a kind of lawn promised feature on the Presto system, which would be open payment, which is allowing uh, riders to tap their uh, credit cards or debit cards on, on, a, on a reader and not have to buy a kind of separate Presto card. And so they're going to start a trial of that on Go Buses uh, next year, uh, according to the CEO of Metrolinx. Why start on Go Buses? Um, so I think the what uh, Phil Verster, the, the CEO of Metrolinx, said was that um, they want to start testing this feature, first of all, um, on a part of the system that um, they have a, a lot of control over. Um, so you can see how perhaps testing on a bus what ha- that has lower ridership um, than a subway system when there's lots of uh, uh, you know people going in and out um, would be a little bit simpler. But also the other aspect is that uh, the Presto system's actually been around for long enough now that the uh, Presto readers on Go buses are reaching the end of their life. So they're putting on some new readers that are uh, kind of equipped for this function. Um, but then it's going to take some time to actually put a software upgrade, my understanding is, into those uh, machines. And then so by around next year, they might be able to start actually testing this out. And I think there are a lot of questions about actually how, uh, what actually has to happen uh, to allow this to be rolled out on the TTC, which is uh, the ultimate goal here. It's a software update. How can that take a year to do? Um, so I think there have, uh, the people at Metrolinx explained it to me as uh, having to do with uh, procurement. They have to find the, the right vendor for the thing and all of that, and then um, that takes uh, some time to sort out, they say. It sounded like we were going to modernize our Metrolink system, but now... Yeah, I mean, so with the, the kind of background to this is that um, uh, other transit agencies, notably uh, London, UK, they introduced this feature back in uh, 2012, and that was the same year that um, the province basically foisted uh, Presto onto the TTC as part of that agreement uh, between Metrolinx and the TTC back in the day, um, because we knew it was kind of the, the next kind of wave of, of fare technology. It was written into the agreement that uh, Presto would include open payment seven years later, the TTC still does not have that. Um, and so there's a lot of frustration, I think, from from uh, the TTCs and then from riders um, who want to be able to, to pay for transit in a, in a more modern way. It's a little bit ironic that they named it the Presto card because it hasn't really worked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they say that um, uh, Phil Verster was saying yesterday that, um, you know, the, that Presto is used by millions of customers now and that uh, their internal data says that its uh, uh, customer satisfaction is very high. So I think they would say that it's um, done a lot to modernize the fare system. But as we know, there's been a lot of concerns raised about the reliability of it and the management of it. Um, there was a recent City Auditor General's report that basically said the oversight of the system is, is so kind of full of holes that... Um, um, it's impossible to say how much the TTC is actually losing from faulty machines, which is obviously a kind of startling uh, finding. What's Toronto's problem? Do we, and, and Metrolinx in general, do we just overthink transit? 
Um, I mean, it's it's a complicated thing, right? I I think um, the or, origin of the Presto system is is um, it was a provincial um, program. The TGC had been exploring other fair vendors to go with, and the province basically said, "Look, you have to take our system, or we're going to cut off uh, gas tax funding to to Toronto, which Toronto uses to pay for the TTC." So uh, the TTC kind of had no choice to do it, uh, and and now we kind of have this system that's I think fairly unique and, and slightly odd where the TTC has a fair management system, a fair collection system that it doesn't own, that it that is owned by another level of government, and that kind of creates um, some some difficulties in terms of actually uh, overseeing and planning and, and implementing the thing. But I'm I'm one of those people that sometimes I drive, sometimes I use Metrolink. So I use the Go Train to get to work. I use my I have an old like I think I have the first edition of the Presto cards because mm-hmm. I was an early uh, adopter of Presto, mm-hmm. uh, and it it was it worked really well at the beginning, and now it just becomes increasingly more frustrating for me because. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. You brought up the fact that this trial will start on go buses mm-hmm. because it's small and they, you know, if if anything goes wrong, I assume they're not going to hemorrhage money mm-hmm. um, like they do on the TTC with people not using their Presto cards, but that they're going to have to get new uh, Presto machines inside the buses. It's almost that time. Are we to assume that uh, if they adopt this open payment system, they're going to have to change the Presto boxes that they've just put in to you know, places like the TTC, the Union Station. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, that's a, that's a kind of a question mark uh, at the moment. I, I think um, that certainly. Um, it, 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 I think you could assume that if they're having to replace the the ones on Go buses to enable this feature, um, I'm not entirely sure that the existing physical infrastructure on the TTC, for instance, could could handle this stuff. So that's something I'm I'm trying to uh, get some clarity on for sure. But um, yeah, I, presumably there could be quite a lot of kind of back end work and and hardware um, upgrades that would be required to get this. On uh, on the TTC. You mentioned that uh, you were talking to the folks at at Metrolinks yesterday uh, after this uh, press conference in Etobicoke with John Tory and mm-hmm. the Premier. Mm-hmm. What was the the um, real message that they wanted to get across yesterday with that press conference? Um, so they basically called it uh, not to announce any new news, but but last week Council endorsed the provincial transit plan, which is a almost thirty billion dollar plan to uh, build uh, four separate projects um, in Toronto over the next couple of years, and they were basically coming together to say, you know, we're all on the same page here, um, you know, the, the city and the province are pursuing this together, and this is good news. Um, I guess, it's, as someone who's reported on this for a little while, the, the meritory basically said the very similar things when the Liberal government was in, in um, uh, office in Queen's Park, and we're also promising to fund tra- uh, different transit plans, so now we've kind of changed plans, but they wanted to, to kind of get the message across that they're kind of uh, pulling in the same direction here. So I'm just, it, was it, can it be construed as uh, it was a bit of a photo op for Doug Ford, uh, who's been absent during this uh, federal election? Yeah, certainly um, my uh, colleagues at Queen's Park were, were very interested to ask him a whole bunch of uh, non-transit related questions because it's, I think it's been about August 23rd since he last uh, had this kind of a media event. So yep. yeah, lots of questions uh, in between. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a, it was a major vote at council. And, and I guess you could uh, perhaps not fault them for wanting to take a bit of a, a victory lap, but that's certainly um, what it was. There wasn't any kind of new news, just kind of a, a kind of kumbaya moment where they could uh, get together and, and say they're, they're they're working in cooperation.
Well, Ben, I know you're kind of uh, humble and modest. You didn't want to call this your exclusive, but you were the first one that I saw reporting on this. So I do appreciate you uh, being on the show. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Have a great day. That's Ben Spur. He is the transportation reporter for the Toronto Star talking about Metrolinx. This is going to start a trial to let customers tap credit cards and phones on your Presto Reader. But it will start with a go bus. Small pilot project next year. It's about time. Yeah, You know what? The problem is that when they rolled out those first new streetcars, you had the option to pay with your credit card or your debit card when you're uh, paying your fare on the vehicle. But they had to get rid of those machines because they they. Taking up too much space. It was the size of a flipping Coke machine. But a lot of the time it wouldn't work. I was so frustrated getting on and planning, well, I'm not going to bring a cash fare because I know I've got my credit card and I'll be able to pay with that. And then not being able to pay. And I felt like a freeloader stealing the ride. Oh, no. Just feel you just feel have to feel like a millennial that you are. You're not (laughs) seeing the other millennials just taking the rides. It's called ride sharing, Chris. It's part of a new economy.